episode 85 of Viking 360, Rube, and this week uh, the winter sports are coming to a close as the Viking boys' regular season uh, came to a close this week. Tuesday, I sat down with Joey Ramsey after a big win over the Ravenswood Red Devils. Thursday, I sat down with Luke Johnson and his big night and a win over Sissonville uh, as the regular season came to a close, and also Grace Walsh softball player for the Lady Vikes. I uh, sat down with her and talked about their first win of the year and uh, being back on the, the uh, diamond for them after missing last season. What did you have this week? Well, we're talking uh, wrestling. We have the state tournament coming up in Huntington on Monday and Tuesday. I talked with senior Nate Cox, who is one of seven uh, Viking wrestlers who will, be, who will be going. And also, we don't interview a lot of middle school athletes, but this one, uh, Ethan Kay was a wrestler, and he had just an exceptional season. He went undefeated uh, this year, including uh, his second consecutive win in the Wood County uh, Conference Tournament. I also talked, uh, I went back in the Ripley alumni and talked with uh, Scott Ludwig. He was an outstanding basketball player for the Vikings back in the late 70s and uh, had some good stories to tell uh, about Ripley basketball. Senior Nate Cox is among the seven Vikings who will be competing in the Class AAA Wrestling State Tournament beginning on Monday in Huntington. Our guest on Viking 360 is Viking senior wrestler Nate Cox, who just uh, finished a an outstanding regular season, picking up 16 wins against some outstanding uh, competition, but did really well in the uh, this past weekend's regional tournament. Uh, Nate, congratulations on a regional championship. Thank you. Tell me about that. Uh, you advanced to the championship match, and you're facing a guy from from Parkersburg South, and I believe he went into that match with a record of 17 and one. So, tell me about that championship match. Uh, yeah, it was really important to me because he had beat me earlier on in the season, and I just really wanted to get that win. And uh, it was a really close match. And it was kind of a bad call at the end to tie it up. And uh, it went into overtime, and I just took care of it in overtime. So you ended up winning in overtime 6-4. Uh, to four. So was that on uh, a late takedown or something like that? Or how did you end up uh, getting the, the decision? Uh, yeah, he got a late takedown, and uh, it tied it, and then... First takedown in overtime wins, and I got it. Very good. Well, Nate, you've been to the state tournament before. Tell us what it's like uh, to walk out uh, on the floor there, on the mats, down in Huntington. It's a special atmosphere. I know. Tell us about it. Uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, I actually haven't won a match at states yet, so I'm looking forward to changing that this year. And, um, yeah, it's just exciting. It's very exciting. So uh, this is your senior year, so you were telling us uh, you have some idea in mind on what you'd like to do after graduation. Share that with us, please. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to go uh, a trade school route. I don't know exactly what I'm going to do yet, but something like that. Nate, congratulations on an outstanding season and a, and a super uh, regional tournament capped with the regional championship. Good job. Thank you. Other state qualifiers on Coach Matt Smith's team are Brett Haskins, Luke Miller, Hunter Brown, 
Isaac Parsons, Dakota Parsons, and Matthew Moore II. Hey fans, check out the Ripley Vikings collection at swifteesapparel.com backslash Ripley Vikings. Use the coupon code VIKING360 for a 10% discount. It's Ripley Viking Apparel, made right here in Ripley. Ripley Middle School wrestler Ethan Kay wrapped up an impressive season on the mat. The Viking 8th grader went undefeated, including his second title in the Wood County Conference Tournament. Talking with Ripley Middle School wrestler Ethan Kay, and he just finished a, an outstanding season, an undefeated season, capped off by his second consecutive uh, championship in the Wood County Tournament. So, Ethan, congratulations on a great year with the, with the Viking Middle School team. Thank you. So uh, what is it about you and wrestling? You seem to adapt well to the sport. Uh, how long have you been wrestling, and what is appealing uh, to wrestling uh, about wrestling to you? I've been doing it for just around eight years, at this being my eighth year. And whenever I was little, I always played sports that have required multiple, like, t-ball and stuff. So whenever they asked me if I wanted to try an individual sport, I just said, yeah, and I've just fell in love with it since. And wrestling is a different sport, and I guess uh, at the end of that tournament when you're standing there uh, on the podium uh, with the championship medal, I guess that has to be a, uh, it has to be a pretty special feeling. Yeah, it's a big honor. So, Ethan, now that the season's over, do you take a break, or do you uh, start, start out doing something else right away? Uh, what's next for you? Uh, I usually take about one to two weeks off, and then I go right back into off-season wrestling and travel with that some sport, some places. And Ethan, you guys had a super season for a long time there. Uh, the middle school team was was unbeaten as a team, uh, and I know that Cody Lawrence and and Cooper Durst they also one tournament championship. So it seems like you guys have a real good group uh, coming up to the high school level over the next couple of years. Yeah, a lot of the talk goes into practice as a team and going hard to really improve. And, of course, your coaches had something to do with that. Uh, uh, along with yeah, your middle school coaches, you were telling me that you get some uh, coaching on the side from uh, a former um State champion himself, uh, Lucas Simpkins, a former Viking. Yes, uh, he's been. He does a lot of the off-season training with me, as long as he would give us little tips and pointers through the live streams this year. Ethan, congratulations on a great season, and good luck to you down the road. Thank you. Viking basketball has won two games in a row, and one of the reasons why is sophomore Joey Ramsey. Vikings grab a 17-point win here at the Health Center tonight over Ravenswood, get the season sweep. Uh, one of the stars of the game tonight off the bench, or actually starting, rather. I'm still having a hard time saying that, but uh, 11 points, nine boards for you. you got your first three of the season uh, playing really well here tonight. Yeah, I mean, against Ravenswood, it's always a fun game, and when we, to get the win, it makes it even better. You got them in, in football. You got them twice in basketball now. Uh, you got a little bragging rights across the county. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to be playing them in football anymore, so it's nice to get one at the end, on a win to end the season. 
Joey, you, you guys are playing so well uh, off of one another, big guys in the paint, you, Luke, uh, Brady coming in off the bench. Uh, you, all three of you pass the ball very well. You're all, uh, you and Brady especially, very physical players down there. You bring a different mentality to this Viking defense and offense on both ends of the floor. Uh, you guys seem to love that. You love the contact, don't you? Yeah, me and Brady, we play football, so we don't shy away from contact, Luke. I mean, he gets in there sometimes, but he, he'll, he'll catch on. <laughs> you uh, – really got the shot going you've been shooting the basketball well and what for you you pass it so well it opens up shots for you uh but you're such an unselfish player uh from time to time you got to be a little more selfish offensively yeah i mean a lot of everyone tells me that but i mean it's, there's nothing like getting an assist i just think it's the greatest feeling in the world coming down the stretch man one more regular season game left and then you're into sectional play uh are you getting excited about that that's the finality of the one and done uh if you lose the season's over i know you guys want to keep playing yeah i mean now it's crunch time so we got to lock in and get a win against Cisville and then focus up on nitro next week important for you guys to bring energy i know that you're the guy one of the guys uh, that they kind of lean on uh, to bring that energy level up every game you're, you're a kid that fights and battles uh, from the beginning uh, do you feel that's your role on this team yeah i mean i just go out there play hard help my team win and then hope for the best joey thanks for the time best of luck in the postseason i right, thank you Mountaintop Media is the official live stream provider of Ripley High School Athletics. Mountaintop Media offers a variety of services, including logo design, photography, videography, audiovisual setup, consulting, and web design. If you're beginning your climb to the peak of success, Mountaintop Media has you covered. Mountaintop Media, your vision through our lens. Go to mtmedia304.com to learn more. Viking basketball is in its third season under head coach Luke Parsons. The Vikings just finished up the regular season at 8 and 9, and they enter sectional tournament play on Wednesday, traveling to take on the Nitro Wildcats. Wrap the regular season up tonight with a, a victory over Sissonville. I'm joined now by Viking sophomore, the big man in the middle, Luke Johnson. Good game tonight, bud. Thanks. 26 points, I think 12 or 13 rebounds, a couple blocks. Took you a little a little while to get going tonight, but in the second half you were dominant. Yeah, I, the first half I didn't play my best. I was real sluggish, and the second half I started playing better, and we got on a big old roll. So now you got a few days off and uh, prepare for Nitro. Um, we had a tough loss with them here a few weeks ago. They blew us out down there the last time we were there. I uh, feel like you guys are going to be tuned up and ready to go. It's very difficult to beat the same team three times in one season, and that's what they're going to be trying to do. Yeah, our biggest thing with them is defense. We got to stop them. We got to stop them. So we got to stop the drive, the shooting. That'll be a really big game for us. What do you think it'll take uh, offensively? We got to get off to a quick start. Uh, we can't find ourselves in a, a eight, ten point hole in that second half because Painter can shoot it. Uta can score. Uh, they have so many guys that can that can press you offensively. Uh, Low can shoot it. Uh, so we we got to hang around. We got to find a way to get some early offense. We'll have to score quick, and we'll have to get out and go and move the ball and get shots up. Depth of our team may help. Uh, it seems like uh, tonight we had a lot of guys on the floor, a lot of guys contributed. Uh, you know, uh, you and Cade uh, were carry, have carried the, the mantle offensively most of the year. But, you know, if we can get another guy in double figures or a couple guys with six or eight points, uh, it gives us a good shot. 
Yeah, we're going to get Joey and Isaiah and Hall shooting, shooting the ball and scoring for us. That'll help us a big time. Talk about Joey since he's got in that starting lineup. He has a great nose for the basketball rebounding. That takes a lot of pressure off of you because if they double you, you're such a good passer. You can find him in the block or vice versa. Yeah, Joey has helped us a bunch these last nine or ten games starting. He's been a big role for us. Luke, uh, enjoy this one, man. Get a little bit of rest, and we'll see you Wednesday night down at Nitro. All right, thank you. The Ludwig family has a legacy of outstanding athletes at Ripley High. The late Max Ludwig made his mark in football, playing on WVU's 1954 Sugar Bowl team. The late Mike Ludwig was a leading basketball scorer in West Virginia, averaging 30 points per game in 1975. Mike Rubin has a conversation with Scott Ludwig, who had remarkable accuracy shooting the basketball. The Ludwig name is synonymous with basketball and Ripley, and uh, our guest is Scott Ludwig, who played for the Vikings back in the uh, the late 70s. Uh, and Scott, thank you so much for, for joining us on the podcast today. Pleasure is all mine, uh, Mike. Tell us about your what are your uh, memories of uh, playing for Roger Hart and Jim D'Agostine and your and your Viking buddies. Uh, it was it was it was a great experience. I keep in contact with both of them uh, more, Coach Hart than I do Coach D'Agostine. Uh, Roger, of course, was a phenomenal player in his days at Morris Harvey. And as far as fundamentals were concerned, he was. Um, he taught me a lot about the game, um, a lot of one-on-one moves, and he really was instrumental in developing my game from the time I was a freshman until um, my junior year and into my senior year. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of injuries took place and kind of derailed my high school career. And Coach D'Agostine, although we had sort of a run-and-gun type personnel, uh, he preferred to slow things down, I know, your senior year. It was a, it was an interesting uh, strategy. It is interesting, and to this day, whenever I see him after, whatever, 43 years, I guess, uh, whenever we meet or have lunch together, he still um, apologizes for the fact that he didn't uh, change his coaching philosophy according to um, our style and, and our, our talent because we had some great athletes, uh, great ball handlers, great shooters. We had the ability to score 75, 85, 90 points a game, but his philosophy was to be delivered. Let's keep the game in the 35 to 45 range and play hard defensively. And let's win the game 37-33. <laughs> of course, it's all about winning. But as far as from the player's perspective, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's when you think that you have the opportunity to maybe average 25, 35 points a game versus 18, <laughs> uh, it's kind of uh, disheartening. But that was his coaching style, and at the time, it was we liked it, I guess, because we played pretty well and won a lot of games. And yeah, you won a whole lot more than you lost. But uh, then you went on to uh, Glenville State and, and joined up with one of your old high school teammates, uh, joined up with Randy Anderson as a Glenville State pioneer. And that was uh, a great two and a half years that I was there. It, uh, I wish I would have went there right after high school. That was a big mistake. I should have went there at the start. But uh, um, decided to take a different path. And to make a long story short, uh, Randy was instrumental in getting 
me up to Louisville and to play together for two and a half years when we'd already played in high school. Just benefited my game a lot more because he knew where I was at. I knew where he was at, and he always knew exactly where I like to shoot the ball from. So it was it was a great two and a half years. And Scott, if my memory is correct, uh, you and Randy were both among the conference and national leaders in free throw percentage at one time. Uh, I led the nation in 1983, uh, 92.7%. Came down to the last game, and I was tied with a guy in Texas. He missed one, and I made all mine. <laughs> so uh, I got that honor, and Randy was also a phenomenal free throw shooter. And, and Scott, what most people may not realize is that you also uh, uh, tried your hand at collegiate coaching, and you work with a really a, a West Virginia basketball legend in uh, Tex Williams with another Ripley connection, uh, Steve Hunt. I truly blessed. I, I truly uh, reached out to Coach Williams after I found out he was taking the Honors and job, and I knew him from my playing days, and. He said, hey, I don't have any assistants. Um, it's it's an on-paid position, or positions, I should say, because uh, uh, West Virginia State coach also came up there with us, Brian Poor. And um, it was a great, great experience. The man taught me a lot about life. He taught a lot about winning and, and how to win and uh, family atmosphere and how to work hard. And uh, to this day, we still stay in contact with each other. He, when we were open without the COVID, would come up at least twice a month and have lunch. So we remain truly close friends. And that was just a great, great experience. You now, Scott, moving on to your uh, professional career, you spent a lot of time in as a restaurateur uh, in the Ripley area, and now you're about to take on a, a new uh, new endeavor in that area. Why don't you tell everyone what's happening uh, in the restaurant business? Well, I um, you know I thought once and Palmer's has been good to me. It's great. It was a great brand for thirty years, but um, it. It was um, time to change the chapter. Bonaroses were going out of, out of style. And once the COVID hit, I lost a lot of the clientele, the older clientele, because they were afraid of contacting the COVID-19. And so then once we closed down for six months, I had some time to sit there and think, oh, really, is it time to retire or time for another chapter? And I needed to build a career keep a career going for my son and I um, I decided hey let's 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 go on to another chapter I'm excited about it uh, miss the Ponderosa uh, brand but uh, this up-and-coming concept that I've got going I'm really excited about and we should be open by the end of, end of June and the new restaurant is going to be called uh, Roadhouse 2081 which will feature top quality steaks Fresh burgers, never frozen, uh, wings, appetizers, um, seafood, ribs, and, of course, desserts. Very good. Scott, you've always been uh, good to the uh, Ripley community and to the Viking athletic program, so thank you very much, and good luck with your new endeavor. Thank you, uh, Mike. It's been a pleasure talking to you.
Hey fans, check out the Ripley Vikings collection at swifttsapparel.com backslash Ripley Vikings. Use the coupon code VIKING360 for a 10% discount. It's Ripley Viking Apparel, made right here in Ripley. Coach Ken Swisher's Lady Vikings softball team is off to a 2-0 start. Here's a conversation with one of the stars, a senior catcher for the Lady Vikes. Grace Walsh. Grace, thanks for being with me. No, thank you. I just want to say it's really good to be out here today. It's really good to actually be able to come out on this field and actually get a season considering, you know, last year COVID took it away. But I do think God has his plan and considering, you know, that we're out here working hard every day, I think that it's going to be a good season. And we've all definitely put in the work that's – that's needed to go to state. So, let's talk about that a little bit. Missing your junior year, um, I'm sure, uh, as a young lady, as a junior, it was heartbreaking, a devastating time for you to deal with. And obviously, people across the the world were dealing with a lot of serious things. But uh, dealing with losing an entire season when you only get four of them, uh, that's that's a big deal. Yeah, it's a it's a struggle, but it kind of just makes me want to push harder this year because, granted, I didn't get a season, but I got a lot of off time to just practice and kind of push myself to the max that I can be and be the best player and teammate I can be on the field and off. And it's been a long wait. You should be midway through your season right now, and you just played your first game the other night. It doesn't help that because of COVID, too. The basketball players, other teammates on this team have to be postponed. Granted, I understand that their season just as porn as, it, as ours, but it's my senior year, and I would right. love to have everybody as much as we could. Talk about your senior year. Got underway the other night with a big win, 13-4 to win. You had a great night. Um, talk about just being back out there with your teammates, how exciting that was. It was euphoric. I mean, I was tearing up just sitting there, hearing my name getting called, walking on the field, knowing that it's my last year. And these four years have just absolutely gone by remarkably fast. Like, I couldn't even start to describe how excited I am, and especially to see all these new kids coming up and playing and seeing all the other players from the on the other teams from the past season, seeing how much better everybody's gotten. It just it's really it's heartwarming honestly you're a leader coach swisher makes no bones about it you're you're kind of the heart and soul of this team talk about that and what that means to you and and the uh the honor and the the responsibility that comes with being a team leader well becoming a team leader isn't all about you know being able to boss people around it's about being able to pick someone on the team that needs the help and not making one player best but every team on this play every player on this team the best that they can be and with being said to teamwork is just a big key opponent and everything you know I mean you can't beat a team without teamwork and you can't be a team without teamwork and there's no I in team you know so we just walk through this together holding hands well not now because of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about you uh, I hear a scouting report on you you can hit it for power you can hit it you know to the opposite field you can do what you need to do to get on base uh, behind the plate you're a, a great catcher with a with a powerful arm that's throwing people out you're not afraid to throw it down to first to keep people honest. You're throwing people out at second base. What do you like about being a catcher? Well, I just want to first say thank you for all those compliments. But my favorite thing about being catcher 100% is seeing everything that's happening, not having to wonder, like, what's going on. Because if I don't know where I'm throwing the ball the next pitch, then that could be detrimental compared to a third baseman or somebody else. And I also like being able to just be able to yell at my teammates and tell them like, you did good or like good yeah. job. And I can see everything and I have a little bit more control of every pitch and mm-hmm. kind of just more in the game, you know, you batted in the two spot the other night. Uh, and that's a tough spot uh, because usually uh, if you get someone on, you're not going to see a lot of pitches, uh, but 
you're a senior, you've been there, you've fought the battles. What's it like batting in the two spot? I actually really do enjoy it. You know, that definitely means I need to get my, my speed up and I need to make sure I find connections with the bat and ball. But like I said, it's it's wonderful. I mean, I can just take control and if I need to get on base and usually top of the lineup is the batters that kind of the coach has a little more confidence. So with being said, that gives me a little more confidence. Nobody trusts me there. 13-4 win the other night. You have Roan County and Ravenswood both on the road to finish your week out. Uh, winning both of those games would get you off to a great start in your senior year. What what would a 3-0 start in the first week mean for you personally? Honestly, it'd mean everything, but it's more of an expectation at this point. I'm playing to win. I'm not playing to just show off, you know. Got to put in the work. Grace, thanks for the time. Best of luck. No, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. For episode 85 of Viking 360, as always, thanks for listening. And thank you to our sponsors, Swift Tees and Mountaintop Media. We encourage you to buy local and support our local advertisers. Thanks for listening. Until next week, see you around. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.